Have you ever wondered what a shelf sounds like? How about a lamp? Well, it might just be louder and better than you think. The new Wi-Fi enabled Symphonix speaker range from IKEA and Sonos is here. So now you can find out for yourself. Shop in store or at ikea.co.uk and fill your home with feeling. IKEA, the wonderful everyday. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. You want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ae forward slash music. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 37 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the state of endless bullshit, Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we are always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will talk about the Vegas shooting, Tom Petty, and some Trump nonsense. We will answer your questions on Twitter, find out what's up with England, and discuss Pat Robertson's latest kerfuffle. <laughs> As always, I am Tom, and I am joined by the one and only co-host, Austin Cologne. Yes, and here it is. You know, I am <laughs> okay. hoping that I can figure all this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's been a crazy... Really, they're just like a crazy 24 hours. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Because as you know, we are recording on Tuesday. Yeah. And Monday was fucking nuts. But we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will yeah. say this. it's not this. like the weekend was great or no. the week before, but no. I mean, it really just hit a fever pitch yeah. yesterday. It was actually, it seemed like it was, other than the, the news stories from the previous week, which are ongoing, it seemed like less new stuff was happening yeah it was just this there was like continued off right but then yeah but not new stuff but then we got some new and stuff. then we got some new stuff <laughs> yeah. and a lot and yeah. we're gonna talk about it yep but uh we're gonna i think we're gonna need this and this is a new kind of situation here because i actually supplied the beer mm-hmm. and it's not just me going and buying uh i actually went to a craft beer brewery mm-hmm. uh, on my own well not my own i went with one of my co-workers but um i fairly knew one. well not new but uh yeah under new management yeah. but uh new ingredients new the new beer's new and all that. Anyway. yeah exactly <laughs> put it that way um this comes from a local brewery known as barley creek and this is their you ready i'm ready pumpkin ale yes now, exactly. it's 7% ABV. I remember that off the top of my head because I've been drinking this fucking nonstop. <laughs> so they have this really cool thing. It's a jug. Uh, it's a 64-ounce jug. And to fill that 64-ounce, $13. Yeah, it's or, a growler. Yeah. yeah, a growler. Yeah. Uh, 
And then if you do it on Wednesdays, it's only $8. That's not bad. $8, man. Yeah. 64 ounces. And the beer is really good. See, usually the only place I get a growler is at Weyerbacher, and it's a lot more expensive. Than a lot that. more, I'd imagine. And I'm well, not, it depends on what you get. But I'm not going to lie to you. I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed this. It has yeah. a very good... It's a different... It's not like uh, Weyerbacher's Imperial Pumpkin Ale, because yeah. it's not as spicy. It's a okay. smoother pumpkin. So, with that said, I'm looking forward to Ooh, so this. Yeah. And... Cheers to go. episode 37. Oh, that's really nice. It is, right? Yeah. It has like a mild pumpkin flavor, but if you just like take a sip and then let it like what what caught me when I was drinking this was I first drank mm. it, I tasted nothing but like water. And then all of a sudden the flavor rush, it hits like the back of your tongue. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. You know, I always like when a beer company does something different than the other ones. Right. Yeah. Because he tastes, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'll drink a hundred pumpkin beers that have the same pumpkin spice flavor, but um, it is nice to have a couple that don't. And, and so it, for something different, yeah, you know. and it has a very light aromatic kind of flavoring, mm-hmm. but it's still seven percent ABV. Yeah, so it's not like it's light. No, I, but you wouldn't know that by tasting it. I mean, that tastes you, you, like it's, it's nothing. Really? Yeah. Uh, I must be drinking a lot recently then because it just tastes. I don't know. It's very. I don't know. All right, Tom. Uh, okay. So what are we moving on to? Well, unfortunately, the first two stories we're going to talk about are not fun. They're not interesting topics in the sense like we want to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, but we we have to. Um, the first one that I think we should talk about is the Vegas oh, incident. Yeah. yeah. So I wake up and I check my phone like I always do and I didn't see I didn't see anything. It was like a weird like I must have just beat it or or it just didn't uh, send me an update. Yeah. yeah, it was something. So I'm going on my day thinking nothing had happened. And then I turn on the news and you see one of the worst incidents that we've seen in this country's history. Um, a There was a concert in Las Vegas, a country, I believe, a country artist. Yeah, yeah. Whose name I actually do not know, um, and a man, a, gen- a, a a person's name. I was about to call him a gentleman. He's no gentleman. Uh, goes in to this concert and starts shooting up the concert. Well, from what I understood, though, he shot from the hotel, right? Yeah. But I mean, at the at the concert, is what yeah, I should yeah. say. Uh, let's see, sixty four year old named Stephen Paddock. Uh, when this article was posted, there were two thirty-seven. So uh, it says fifty-nine confirmed dead. Wow, that's a lot. Fifty-nine people confirmed dead, and hundreds more injured in the rain of bullets, or in the trampled because of the uh, obvious the panic that ensued. Um, unfortunately, Austin, he killed himself. And I say unfortunate for one specific reason. I don't know if you agree with me or not. Hmm. But we'll ne- we may not never know what the motive was. Oh, yeah. And that's the scary part to me. I mean, I, I saw a CNN article that said that they've been now investigating this guy's life. And they found an arsenal of 42 guns, 23 of which were in his hotel room. Yeah. But they still have no motive. No motive. Yeah, and it, we, does, it doesn't and, make any sense. And we might not know. Yeah, and he doesn't appear, I mean, from what they could tell, he doesn't appear to be ideologically driven, politically, nope. or religiously. I know there was a report that said ISIS had claimed that he was a convert. 
I saw that, but there's no proof of that. And I no. think ISIS just claims every single terrible thing to, to make it seem like it's them. <laughs> well, it's funny. I read an article about that where they said they usually don't, but this one was particularly weird. Right. Like, they they issued a couple tweets and a couple press releases that they've never done in the past. That's why it makes investigators and journalists think that it's bullshit. Okay. But um, apparently the one journalist thought that ISIS might be tweeting that because they're starting to lose okay and they have lost a lot of publicity mm -hmm. and they're trying to get it back right and so they figured out this would be the perfect place to get it back even if they have no responsibility to this yeah well and it, and it creates chaos which is their other goal right because now somebody has to check into it where they wouldn't have had to before i mean they probably would have before but now they yep. have to dedicate more manpower to seeing oh was this guy really a convert or blah 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 the um the police chief of Las Vegas said that there were 527 more injured. 527 wow. more yeah. injured from uh the shooting and the uh the the, the chaos. Yeah. The, the the stampede. The, yeah. You know, um, 68 patients were in the hospital uh overnight into today. 33 of them are still in critical condition as we speak. Wow. So this is Tuesday. Yep. The incident was on Monday. Mm -hmm. uh, if the report changes by then, by the time the episode releases, you understand why. Mm -hmm. We're kind of uh, learning this early on. Yeah, we're seeing where it goes. I mean, right. have you ever been to Vegas? I have not. Uh, I've been a couple times. And so when I heard those numbers, it didn't really shock me. I mean, I, the whole event shocked me. But when I thought about it, you know, people probably think, well, how could they? Right. You know, injure up to five hundred twenty something people, but Vegas is really concentrated on right. that strip. And I was going to say, if it's a concert, it's and not, it's, it was an outdoor, outdoor yeah, concert. it was an outdoor event. How many people can fit in an outdoor concert? Yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. Yeah. So five hundred twenty-seven or whatever the number was uh, is actually, in theory, not as many as it definitely could have been. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got a couple. I got a little bit here. Uh, Paddock, uh, that's the the guy's name, yeah. aroused no suspicion from the hotel staff, even as he brought in twenty three guns. Mm -hmm. Some of them with scopes. One of the weapons he apparently used in the attack was an AK forty seven type rifle with a stand used to steady it for firing. People familiar with the case were explaining. Um, yeah, like how how does that happen? How does that get by? <clears throat> All the people in the hotel and 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 well, because Vegas is a popular place for people to go and target practice. Oh, I did not know. They have that. a huge industry for that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So it was probably something very routine for them. Yeah, that's what should really be frightening. Is how the gun culture in this country makes us oblivious to obvious warning. <laughs> like any other country, if somebody walked in with twenty something guns, yeah, I know people would be freaking the fuck out. Exactly. Here, they're would like, be. oh, that's not that unusual. Now I want to I want to attack both sides here for a second. Something I rarely ever do because for the most part it seems like the the side I'm on, the liberal side, is not always you know I'm I'm always on agreeing with them. Mm -hmm. This case I I I have problems. It was less than 20 minutes into the shooting where, where the left was already calling for gun control laws. Now, listen, Austin, I get it. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity to uh, at least sh prove to people who don't believe that we need gun control that we need gun control. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the, the, the heart in me, which is it's a small heart, I don't got much, was like, let these people grieve for fucking one day at least. The conversation is going to happen. I just don't like that, that that 
both sides, and it's not just the left, definitely the right, are yeah. both using it for politics. Like, yeah. let's focus on the fact that this is a ter- one of the most awful incidents that has ever happened in this country. Yeah, I don't know. I think I disagree a little bit. Really? Yeah. I think that... Um because you say the one the one thing I really take issue with is you say the conversation will happen, but I don't think it will. And I think after what well, I think that specifically because after the twenty something kids were killed at Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. if we weren't going to make a change, then Congress is just not going to make a change. So I think that is true. I think calls for it were appropriate. I just don't. And, li- um, I don't like the timing. That's my issue. Well, with that. even but even victims were calling for gun control right after the event. As a matter of fact, there was a guitar player for one of the country bands who was, um, I guess, pretty strident in his pro-gun belief. Okay. Completely switched his opinion. Well, and and a traumatic event like that would. And and I'm not saying that... Well, it's the other thing that reminds me. It's that conservatives have that issue where they, they don't care about things until it happens to them. Let me be completely clear. I am not saying that we do not need gun control. I we we obviously need gun control in this country. It's 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 a fucking it's like a disease in this country. Yeah, yeah. Guns are like No, I know. I just think that I don't know, it's hard to say that you shouldn't talk about it right away. I no, I, but want, I even mean I want the discussion to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm trying to think of it as if this was like in my situation. If this is involving me or somebody I cared about, whatever it is. But I just feel like that's like saying after a hurricane hits you know, saying, well, FEMA isn't getting there fast enough. Well, that's politics. Let's not talk about that right away. I guess if you put it in that analogy, Austin, that works fine. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Because I'll, what they're trying to do is do something that'll prevent this from happening again. It just makes it seem like no one fucking cares about the people. But I think they do because they don't want this to happen again. Who's that's they? Why. Huh? Who's they? Not the people, politicians. No, people who are advocating for gun control. Yes. On the left side specifically, yeah, I, yeah. I, I completely agree. No, on the right, they yeah, they obviously don't care about anybody. Right. But That's for, as far as politicians go, no. I, I well, I'm not talking about politicians. Well, I kind of am though because I I'm getting most of that like from you people like you and me, we can, you know, it's different if we go right away and advocate for gun control. But if you get a politician, which I saw shit ton, almost every politician has something to say, no. most of them we're talking about gun control right away. No. It's it, it it's at a point where you don't even fucking care about the people who just died. I do. Like the first thing I want to focus on is the people who died. Yeah. Because they they're fucking just going to a concert. That could have been me and you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it wouldn't have been because we wouldn't have gone yeah. to a country concert, no. but but um I don't know. I just feel like even if I were there, I'd want my politicians trying to do something to prevent it from happening again. And I think I would be pissed at the other side that's saying, like Bill O'Reilly said, that it's the cost of freedom. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah, he did. Why is he talking? Who wait, who fucking listens to yeah, him I anymore? Know. I was thinking the same thing. But it's, you know, it's this thought that, I mean, it's funny that uh, being able to own 40-something guns on the right, mm-hmm. you know, the the conservatives think that's a right. But being treated after somebody used those 47 guns to massacre you is a privilege. That I don't understand. And then somebody tweeted that out, and I was like, oh, that's that's a really good point. The health care that treats you after you've been shot, yeah. not a right. Right. But the gun that shoots you, Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Vegas has one of the least strict gun laws in the country. I believe it. Because Vegas 
itself, I mean, Nevada does. Vegas itself is a huge hub for people to go in and shoot. Right. Because they have those gun ranges everywhere. Now, if we shift, I mean, obviously the the uh, the people, if you are listening and you know somebody who is involved in that, there might actually be a good chance of that because there's a lot of people involved. Uh, oh, yeah. We hope for the best. Honestly, it's, the, it's a terrible thing to even talk about. But there are other things to talk about relating to this. Like yeah. for the fact, number one, gun control. Yeah. Um, now that we can, it's been a day, and by the time this comes out, it's been a week. Yeah. It's definitely time for fucking change. It's yeah. not going to happen, Austin. No, I know that. It's not going to yeah, happen. I know it's not going to happen. But at the same time, my like, how many more fucking times do we have to have a domestic massacre? It's not even. Yeah. A, it's not a. T- it's not an attack anymore. It's a massacre. <clears throat> yeah. How how many more of these massacres do we need until politicians are like, you know what? Maybe some kind of gun control is necessary. Yeah. Well, I saw. What was it? That's been. There was somebody on Twitter that posted. I've seen the headline: "The deadliest mass shooting in history." Four times in my life, and I'm only twenty. That's fucking yeah. scary, man. Yeah, I know. That gave me chills just thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. And it's true because I was thinking the same thing. It's like, wow, yeah, because gets- I was alive for Columbine, yeah. and Virginia Tech, and then Pulse, and now this. Yeah. And then, and then the minor ones i guess you can say like fucking sandy hook or yeah. or uh remember the church I yeah. think, was that in pennsylvania it was like no the, there was a, it was a church in charleston charleston yeah i mean god it's yeah. so it's <clears throat> how many more until it's finally time to say hey guys <laughs> not i mean well, that's that's something that somebody else pointed out on twitter too for people calling for gun control they're like we're calling for it now because Within 24 hours, there'll be another mass shooting. Yeah, that's that's a. I good mean, point not too. up to the level yeah. of what just happened, but like I said, I with that, I was just, I, I I'm I don't know. I just like I feel bad. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Uh, what we can do, we can uh, shift topics. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about music. Okay. Uh, I I unfortunately, Austin, this is another bad story. Mm-hmm. Um. Yesterday was such a bad day. Yeah. This will also happen on Monday. Yeah. Um, we got, you know, news last night, weird news yeah, and random news to me, at least that Tom Petty passed away. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Yeah. The, after the initial report said he passed away earlier in the day. Right. And then that CBS retracted the story because yeah. I guess they beat, they jumped the gun on that one. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I guess it sounds like the sheriff's office accidentally gave information that wasn't accurate to the news sources. And so then, then yeah, everybody and then, had to wait. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like joking around, like, "Oh, he's no. not really dead; it's another hoax." And then it wasn't a hoax; it just yeah. And then we just a little too it. early. Yeah. And then what I did, I went right to um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers Twitter page. Yeah. And I waited for that. Yeah. And then I was actually live, like, like scrolling to refresh. Yeah. Right around the time, and then I refreshed, and they put out a statement. And there, yeah. And I was like, "Wow, wow, that's true." Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's true wow. now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I um, guess what happened was he had a heart attack right and he was in full cardiac arrest and unconscious when the paramedics got there mm-hmm. and they took him to the hospital uh where and i guess they found a pulse and were able to start his heart but he had no brain activity so they decided to take him off life support and i think that's when the news said that he had passed away right but he hadn't actually passed away yet. No. He was still alive. Yeah. But they didn't expect him to make it through the night. Right. So it was a, it was just a matter of time. Yeah. And then and then I think somewhere around eight o'clock their time and like 
11 o'clock our time something like that yeah. 10 what? yeah it was so around difference? that t- three hours i think three hours yeah. yeah so it was 11 yeah that's that's when we got the news yep so, and yeah. uh you know i'll be honest with you not the biggest tom petty fan mm. right up i'll be straight up with you i'm not a big tom petty fan no. uh when i hear his songs on the radio it's not one of the, it's not a, a journey situation where i hear or Def leopard no. it's not one of those situations where i hear it and i'm like ah oh, and i gotta turn it off <laughs> so i'll listen to tom petty but no. i won't go out of my way to find tom petty mm. uh but that doesn't matter because yeah. his impact in music alone is oh, it was huge, yeah. A legend, I think. I mean, I love a lot of Tom Petty's music, but I wasn't a super fan, mm-hmm. you know. There were a lot of people I listened to before Tom Petty, but there was something about his lyrics that I always loved. But it was more about that sense of these people that have always been there, mm-hmm. and when they die, it takes something away. And it's happened. Um, I, I actually was a pretty big David Bowie fan, so when he died, that me was too. a big yeah, loss, yeah, me too. But when Prince died, I really didn't even like Prince. Mm-hmm. But just this idea that he was there. Yep, I'm in the same boat yeah. as you. Uh, even newer example, Chester Bennington oh, yeah. of Linkin Park. I'm not the biggest Linkin Park fan. I yeah. love that type of music. Well, punk rock and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But I'm not a huge Linkin Park fan. Or who is it? Was it Chris Cornell? Chris Cornell, yeah. yeah. But when uh, Chester Bennington died, I cried. Yeah. And it wasn't because like I, I didn't love their music. Yeah. It was just a part of... like It was this thought that I'm going to eventually have to see Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, David Gilmore, Roger Waters, yeah. and all my beloved... You know, music idols yeah. all pass away, yeah. and every time one of these guys dies at an age like that, yeah. sixty-six. I know it makes me think like David Gilmore is like seventy something. I know Paul Paul McCartney's like eighty in his eighties, isn't yeah, he, or almost, close yeah. to it? Yeah. And I'm like, Might I know be. one day I'm gonna swipe my phone and I'm gonna see, and I don't know how I'm gonna react to that. Yeah, I know. Cause like I can tell you right now, I'll I'll be a fucking mess when mm-hmm. any of the Beatles or any of Floyd members pass yeah. away. Even Nick Mason. I feel like with some of them I already have um, kind of like a, an idea because I was alive when George Harrison died. Me too. And I was born into a world without John Lennon. Right. So you kind of like I already had this idea of the Beatles not being And you know what's fucked there. up is when I watch video clips I don't know why I do this to myself, but like every December 8th, I believe it, it's the 8th, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Every December 8th, I go through like the fucking John Lennon collection. Oh, yeah. I, I watch clips of him when he was a Beatle, uh, solo career, and then when he died, and I cry every fucking time. It hits me in the gut. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, and I didn't even live during his time. Yeah. Uh, I can't. And I think, and with Floyd, like when, um, <sighs> I don't know. That would still probably hit me pretty hard. Actually. Oh, it's gonna, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna hurt. Be rough, yeah, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I, I and mean, that's... and I don't mean to think these depressing thoughts, but it's I'm I'm a realist. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm a realist. It's gonna but happen. It, yeah, but it's something about these these uh, icons of American culture that you just kind of feel have been there, and it's always like it's just comfortable that yeah. they're there. David Bowie was very sad. Yeah, that uh, one was hard. Yeah, that was really hard. And, and we, it's not just musicians either, because the same thing happened to me and Robin Williams died. Right, that's true yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I love Robin Williams, but I wasn't a super fan. Um, a lot but of people it's like he was always there. Like, um, Robin Williams was always there, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just 
Yeah, that was a, that was a weird one. Yeah. Uh, I know this isn't like an American, but uh, when uh, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, died, that oh, was I the, remember that. That was rough. That was the first one that I remember specifically. Because listen, I'll be honest, the George Harrison one, I yeah. wasn't a bait. I wasn't into music. He died a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't into music the way I am now. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I remember watching, looking at my dad. Nah. crying his eyes out because nah. it was a rough time no oh, yeah um but like i don't remember that it was steve Irwin's death that really like was that the first one for me yeah that I, I that i vaguely remember like what the fuck i was just watching the crocodile hunter last night yeah and that was the first time where it was like it just threw me for a loop and like i said i don't want to be i don't want to think these depressing thoughts but it's gonna happen yeah, I know. I Fucking mean, Tom Petty reminded me of that. But yeah, and like, uh, I mean, we, we really should stop focusing on yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know. It's tough not to this week. I know. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, not biggest fan of Tom Petty, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because. Uh, it's, it's just a big piece of American culture. Exactly. Yeah, it's not exactly. around anymore. Um, wow. I don't know where to go from this, but we do have some stuff that we have to talk about from this administration. So. Yeah. With that, uh, let's uh, do the Trump report. All right. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Um, wow. This is a bad episode. I know. There's nothing good so far. <laughs> I know. Because, like, what, what what do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Trump in Puerto Rico, Austin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is good news, right? <laughs> Can I do it? In the words of our fair leader, wrong. <laughs> Go ahead, Austin. Yeah. All right. So, we have, um, I have this article here from CNN Politics, and I know, I know. what you're going to say. It's fake news. Yeah, okay. So, so now that we've gotten that automatically wrong. Way. Wrong. This is an opinion piece. Oh, it's even f- oh, wow. Yeah. An opinion from a fake news article? I know. Jesus Christ. And it's pretty accurate though. I mean Pat Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> it says uh Trump's Puerto Rico v- event was way worse than his tweets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> That's I know, bad. I was thinking the same thing, yeah. So um <laughs> here here's what Trump said to government officials after he landed in puerto rico every death is a horror what yeah what that's what he said say spell that word hmm? horror oh my god okay no, no what, not every death is a horror that's what i thought you <laughs> said that was like that's kind what? of funny but no okay never mind but i'm not gonna do it in his voice because i think i want the words really to stand yes out yeah yeah we, i'm shocking. ready i'm ready for this all right so he says every death is a horror but if you look at a real catastrophe like katrina and you look at the tremendous hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that died. There really are three hundreds in there. I said it three times. <laughs> I didn't just make that up. Okay. And you look at what happened here with really a storm that was just totally overpowering. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. Um, what is your death count as of the moment? 17, 16 people certified, 16 people versus in the thousands. You can be very proud of all your people and all our people working together. Wait a fucking second. I'm not done. Oh, my God. Quiet. Let me finish. 16 versus literally thousands of people. You can be very proud. Everybody around this table and everybody watching can be really proud of what's taking place in Puerto Rico. (laughs) Are you fucking? That's not real. 
Oh no, it's real. That's an actual quote. Yeah. From verbatim. From Donald Trump. Yeah. And not only is that disgusting, but it's not true because um, I think the account is up to like sixty people now. I don't. I don't give a shit about I that. I know. I know. It, it could be one person. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That comment. That might. Is that the worst thing he's ever said? <laughs> mm. Austin, I just think about it. He's literally comparing. Yeah, it's pretty close. He's comparing yeah. a storm that didn't. It, it's a different storm. It's a different situation. Yeah. But saying that, oh, you guys got lucky. <laughs> your your country's only your state, I guess. Your yeah. territory is uh, only one hundred percent without power. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, this uh, that toll is going to climb. Unfortunately, yeah, of course it is. Because they don't know what's out there. Still, yeah. they haven't uncovered half the island. Yeah. From what I, I've never been to Puerto Rico. You have or not? A couple times. Yeah. From what I understand, Puerto Rico is one of those uh, places where it's like the tourist places are built up and beautiful, but the rest of the area is kind of third world. Uh, yeah. I mean, not as much as um, like the Dominican Republic, or, right? But yeah, there's definitely some of that. Those areas are probably not even being searched yet, Austin. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, they're devastated. This is probably coming from like San Juan only. Yeah, in my guess, this that that's fucked up. I know. And then he got into a thing with the the uh, mayor. Yeah, the mayor, and all I know is that the mayor had said something like, and then he praised the governor of Puerto Rico for praising him. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean. Well, it's a, it's been horrible. I got something for you. Same same sort of deal. Okay. Um, the title of this article from ABC News is San Juan Mayor Tells President Trump It's Not About Politics. Mm. San Juan, Puerto Rico Mayor Carmen Yulin Cruz, told President Trump to, on Tuesday that hurricane relief efforts on the island were not about politics. Days after Trump sparred with Cruz via Twitter over her criticism of the federal government's response. Mm-hmm. It's all about saving lives. It's not about politics, said Cruz to Trump as they shook hands following a briefing earlier in the day. Trump accused Cruz of poor leadership and speculated that Democrats told her to be nasty to Trump in a barrage of tweets over the weekend after the mayor denounced a comment by the acting Homeland Security uh, Secretary Elaine Duke. Wow. Who said last week that she thought the federal government's reach in Puerto Rico was a good news story. So, she's right. Yeah. Donald Trump is making this into a game. It's a it's a game about politics. It's, it's a ratings issue. Oh, I know. It's Trump, so ridiculous. Trump didn't want to go to Puerto Rico because it's not glamorous enough. He doesn't care about fucking Puerto Rico. He doesn't care about the people on the island. Not only that, he owes the island $33 million. Poor K? Yeah, <laughs> because he owns a golf course that uh, went bankrupt and the island bailed it out. Are you kidding me? No. And he's talking about their debt. And then today he said that um, helping them has really messed up the budget. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know. What? I know. It's ridiculous. That's just uh, that's that's insane, Austin. Um, <laughs> and uh, they said that people on the ground are still waiting for federal officials to get there and help. That they haven't seen them anywhere. And, and I and I know that's going to be the case because guess what, Austin? Hmm. Puerto Rico 
is not going to be paid attention to the same as Texas or Florida will. Nope. Now listen. And here's here's the other thing. They uh, he keeps talking about the debt, which is half of what uh, Florida and Puerto Rico or Florida and Texas have as, as I, debt. I would imagine. Yeah. And they're not allowed to restructure their debt because of laws that we have. Right. Put all that aside. Their debt is seventy billion dollars. We just passed a six hundred ninety-six billion dollar increase to the military budget. Oh my god! Without a thought, right? We could have wiped that debt out like Absolute, that. Absolutely, yeah. We could have. Yeah. Could have. Yeah. Or at least put a dent in it. We raised the military budget after that big sp- by eighty billion, just because they asked for Puerto it. Puerto Rico is that much in debt? Oh yeah. Wow. Because they uh, there were a bunch of investors there after they had a bad law and. Unlike other states, they weren't allowed to restructure their debt. So they, and there's also a law that they have to pay back the debt before they start paying for things like healthcare and schools and roads. Yeah. So wow. I mean, yeah. but you can't if you no. if you're going to. That's why this governor else. said he's just not going to do it. Right. And that's why they're building up the debt. He's like, I'm going to pay for the services that people need. Right. Before I pay back debts that the banks don't need. Oh, so, and Trump praised this governor? Well, because he said that the federal government was helping. Well, they probably are, but I yeah. mean, what defines helping? And what's helping? he going to say? Well, I, exactly. Like, you're not you're not going to, I mean, unless you're really desperate like the mayor of San Juan, now, you know, let, seeing the turmoil up here, you're not going to say, let's, oh, they're doing a terrible job, because then Trump's just not going to help you. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Which let's, he's not doing it. Let's <laughs> do a flashback yeah. to, I want to say, God, what was it called? Sandy, Hurricane Sandy. Remember mm-hmm. Sandy? Came up our way. Yep. Destroyed a lot of parts of New Jersey and a lot of parts of New York, right? Yeah. What? Who, who was president during Sandy? We'll start with that. Uh, well, I know since um, I have an okay memory, even despite all the beer. Right. I believe it was Barack Obama. Good. Yeah. Now, who was governor of New Jersey at the time? Um. Uh, I happen to remember a large walrus in tight pants. Chris Christie, right? Chris yeah. Christie. <laughs> now, did Obama and Christie get along? No. No. Does anybody in Christie get along? No. No. But did that stop them from working together? And did that stop Christie for at least the week or two or three that Sandy was going through and recovery and all that? Yeah. Did that stop him from praising obama for his help no the funny thing is though that did stop him from uh getting the nomination really christy yeah oh right right because he he embraced the evil one ah that's right well listen but the the point is even christy who is probably one of the worst governors that this country has ever seen in any state if not the worst his approval rating is under 10 he's pretty bad i don't know the one in kansas might be worse maybe but his approval rating is under 10 mm-hmm. so i'm just saying now hey you know what though that's what new jersey gets but they got together because it was a time of need mm-hmm. it was a time of need obama and christie did never got along they never will but when that time happened they got together and they fucking fixed their problems oh yeah or at least tried as much to. as they could yeah right and there was no politics involved. Christie went on TV, complimented Obama for his yeah. help. Obama said the same thing about Christie because yeah. they, were, they were doing a good job together. Yeah. You need to do that as president. You I have know. to forget yeah. sometimes that you are president and there's a political system. You have yeah. to just think about the people. Yeah. And the people of Puerto Rico are not going to get help because of this. No, I know. 
I know. It's, it's unbelievable. I know. It's unbelievable. And um, not only that, <laughs> Oxfam is also in Puerto Rico because FEMA is not doing a good enough job. Beautiful. And just to give you an idea, Oxfam is an organization set up to help third world countries mm-hmm. when disaster happens because their governments aren't capable. Beautiful. We're not a third world country. Are you sure? <laughs> We're the richest country in the world. I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not sure anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, all right. Well, listen, uh, that one Trump story is, is enough. We've had a lot of bad stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll slide in one right here at the end. All right. Go ahead. Also, Trump unveiled the vague outlines of a tax plan. That's right. Oh, my God. I but I'll give everybody some good news. What's the good news? It's really just the plan that Republicans always roll out. Oh, okay. So tax nothing's going to change. for the rich, nothing for anybody else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's not that unexpected. Breaking news. Yeah. Not it's, really. it's a Republican plan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Some stability in our country for the first time in a long time. All right. Yeah. That's a win. Well, to be fair, the healthcare plan was also basically just a boilerplate Republican plan, you know. Yeah, a little worse, poor maybe. Poor people die. Tax yeah. cuts for the rich. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Because those rich need them tax cuts. All right. Well, I'm... How else are you going to hide your money offshore? <sighs> All right. That's enough. Um, let's take a break. A much uh-huh. needed break. Yeah. Um, and let's uh, roll into Twitter time when we come back. Sounds good. All right. If I had known this was the awesome. What's up, Tom? Um, we're drinking the same beer. We are. Because there's 64 fucking ounces of it. We probably won't be drinking another one, so don't expect any more announcements yet. Just so you know. Um, Do you... That's a hell of a weird sound. Do you know what time it is? Uh, Let me check. It is almost 5.30. Wrong! (laughs) It's Twitter time! (sighs) That's right. Ah, man. It just satisfies my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Poll of the week. All right. Um, it's just easy, uh, casual, whatever you want to say. Okay. I uh, just needed something to... Uh, get. Listen, the real reason was they had four options. It was nice and clean. Didn't make me work. <laughs> What's your favorite season of the year? <laughs> You know what your choices are? Spring, fucking summer, fucking fall, fucking winter. Mm. Which? So you should have put them like that. I know. <laughs> fucking spring, fucking fall. <laughs> I hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my case, it would have been fucking spring, fucking summer, fall, fucking winter. Yeah. Because <laughs> fall is my favorite of the year. Yeah, it's mine too. Is it? Yeah. What do you think won? Uh, I'm going to say fall. I mean, it probably didn't win, but I don't care. That's what I'm saying. It won. Oh, did it? It nice. did. See? Uh, by a, a lot bigger margin than I thought. Oh, yeah? Now, here's my theory, and mm. I kind of want to run this poll once every season. I have uh, a f- Because it's the current season? Yes. Mm. <laughs> now, if if my hunch is right, when I do this next poll, probably in like December or January, winter is going to win the poll. 
We'll really? see. I don't I, think winter. I don't know. Ever I want to see. I'm going to put this into an experiment. Uh, but fall one. I mean, it is interesting to see if they change, but well, I don't know. Because the, and the reason why I thought this is spring and winter both had 16% as second place and summer was at 13%. So everything else was close and then 55% said fall. Okay. And we just happened to be in fall. Yeah. Hmm. I know. It's, I don't but know. I think it just also happens to be a lot of people's favorite season. So I think so too. I, yeah. I it's my favorite sport. Yeah. All my favorite sports are back. Yeah, the food seems to get way better. I don't know. It's funny when I was younger, I wouldn't have said that. What when, would you say when I had summers off? Oh, summers. <laughs> it's yeah, summer. But but when you work all year, it really doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, some comments. It's definitely uh, not winter because God, driving in the winter is a nightmare. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. especially up here. Yeah. Um, agency asset 39 said other, um, whichever one makes my face hurt the least. Mm. <laughs> okay. So not winter. Yeah. Uh, probably summer, I guess he's from Utah apparently, which okay. I did not know that. Uh, and oh, it, they even have seasons out there. I guess so. <laughs> and then another comment from at K- cafe caged spring is too windy and wet. Summer is too hot. Winter is too windy and cold. I wish it could be 70 degrees. This is a 70 degree fall day. Yeah. Agreed. So fall. Yeah, fall. That's the winner. Yep. I mean, listen, fall is the best. So yeah. if you if you did vote other uh than fall, you're wrong. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> you're wrong. Um fair enough. So let's get to some questions. So a lot of these questions that we're gonna get, except for like the last two or three, mm-hmm. are all gonna be from last week. Now we had a shit ton of questions last week, so we're just kind of covering our bases here. Yeah. Speaking of bases, I have a military based question. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Do you? Yeah, from Agency Asset 39. Uh, he asked a military-based question? Two of them. Okay. Air Force or Navy and why? Air Force or Navy? Yeah. I think the Air Force. Why? I don't know. I think I've always been more interested in flying things than yeah. sailing on things. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. After my most recent uh, flight to Boston, I'm picking Navy. <laughs> Want to hear a funny story? Sure. So- we had to take, uh, I went from for my job, and they, they pay for the ticket, but they're still cheap. So they decided to save a little bit of money by sending me from uh, our Allentown Airport to Philadelphia, and then from Philadelphia to Boston. So the first plane we get on is a tiny fucking jet. It's yeah. got like 20 people on it. Mm-hmm. It's spot the fucking size of my car. Yeah. And I'm walking, and I'm like, where's the actual plane? Like, is it yeah. going to drive us to the big plane? <laughs> like, what is this fucking thing? <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> right. So anyway, that was awful. They yeah. sat me in the back where the engines were and the wheels were because it felt like a fucking, like it was falling apart. I'm pretty sure I saw paint chips. Plus, mm. there was like a, a, a like plaster inside the plane. Like, okay. like there was a hole. Somebody made a fucking hole in the plane, and instead of fixing it, they filled it, and that <laughs> bugged me. And I just stared at it for the entire eight-minute flight. By the way, mm. then we get on another plane. Probably used to be the glory hole. Outside, <laughs> then the second plane. What gave those clowns on the wing something? To- <laughs> <laughs> then the second plane was from Philadelphia to Boston. Yeah, after an hour and a half layover. Um. It was fine. It really mm-hmm. was. It was a huge plane. Okay. Until I start finding out that there's a fucking hurricane <laughs> off the coast. <laughs> hurricane Jose, yeah. which was supposed to go to fucking England, yeah. made a left turn to Boston mm. to a point where I was watching the Weather Channel when we finally landed. And by yeah. the way, we landed because I'm here now. Obviously. But we were watching the Weather Channel yeah. and there was no rain anywhere in the fucking East Coast except, except for Boston. Boston. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the turbulence was awful. Mm, I bet. This is where the funny story is, though. The pilot on the plane trip to Boston yeah. never told us we were landing. So we had a lot of turbulence. So yeah. much turbulence that they had to have their um, the stewardess yeah. sit down because oh, yeah, yeah. it was too rough. Yeah, it was too, yeah. And I'm already panicking. <laughs> and it's just going up and down, up and down. And yeah, it's yeah. fucking terrible. It's yeah. terrifying. And then all of a sudden, I feel that descending feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, you know, yeah. that feeling? And nothing. 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 Yeah. And I see people on their phones just chilling out, like having yeah. a good time. I'm like, we're going down. <laughs> we are crashing. How are you people not feeling this? And my coworker who went with me was seeing that I was pretty freaked out. Yeah. So he was trying to talk to me. Yeah. He was like talking about work. And I looked at him. And I was like, Joe, listen to me. <laughs> Stop fucking talking to me. I appreciate what you're doing, but don't fucking talk to me. I need to think about my life. And it starts getting bad to the point where he starts holding on. And once I see him hold on, I'm shot. I'm fucked. And then all of a sudden, he looks at his watch. I shit you not. This is how this happened. He looked at his watch. He said, oh, it's about that time. And he opens up the window and we're landing. (laughs) (laughs) The pilot had never mentioned that we were landing. He just let me imagine. Sometimes they don't. Well, fuck them. (laughs) Because it's been a while since you've flown, hasn't it? 1997. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a while. Wow. I was so upset. And, because, mm. and the funny part is, I was like, I was so out of my mind. Mm-hmm. I wasn't drunk. I didn't, wasn't on pills. I was all no, so natural. that was the problem. I know. <laughs> but when we, were, when we were leaving the plane, yeah. <laughs> the pilot comes to meet us at the, at the exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at him and say, thanks for telling me we were landing. <laughs> <laughs> my coworker just blushed he was so pissed off that yeah. i said that yeah i just looked at him and was like thanks for telling us yeah yeah and i walked out I walked out i was so mad Austin. that sounds like a thing you'd do so navy it is <laughs> wow. that was a long story i'm sorry okay. i just had yeah. to share that fair enough next one marines or army <laughs> and why also from agency asset um i don't know i think the marines why they have a their skills are more specialized right but they're the first ones in, so I pick army. <laughs> mm, that's a good point. Marines are the first ones in. Yeah, I've I've know I know a lot of Marines or ex Marines, and they say, yeah, if there was a major battle, we're the first one that gets sent in. We're like the sponge. Then the army comes in and cleans up. Mm. I want to be that person. Yeah, I want to be in the. I'm gonna pick uh, between all of them. I'm gonna pick conscientious objector. <laughs> uh, I pick Canada. Nah, <laughs> I pick Canada. Oh, by the way, conscientious objector, my new cover band. <laughs> Oh my god. That is the longest hashtag. <laughs> no, I'm sure we've had longer ones than I that. That's gonna be close. Uh I got another one. Mm-hmm. Uh imaginary numbers. Just oh, why. My next cover man, imaginary numbers. There you go. Discuss why. Discuss. It just says discuss. Imaginary numbers. You don't remember that from algebra? No. Imaginary numbers? No. Oh. Well it's gonna be tough to discuss this then. <laughs> There's a thing called imaginary numbers? Yeah. Go ahead, explain. I guess try. Oh, like I remember. I just remember oh, it was a lowercase oh, i. Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, which of the following made-up countries should be real? Uh, Nambia, Iraqistan, or Caner- Canerica? Caner- Can- Canerica? 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 Well, not that one because we can't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Nambia. Apparently, it has the best wine. 
as I've 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 been told. Mm. Yeah, I think I agree. Okay, maybe it is. <laughs> uh, let's move on mm-hmm. to uh, at Doctor. At At Dr. Ninja Monkey, uh, a couple questions from him. Best your mama insult. Mm. I don't really have many of these. I'm not going to lie. I'm very... I don't think these kind of jokes are funny. No. Whenever I hear people say that or that's what she said, I don't laugh. I question society. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't really have these. Say your mom is so dumb. That her vote combined with 33 million other people gave us the worst president in history. <laughs> <laughs> top that. That's going to be tough to top. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could go classic. Can I, can I just go classics? Yeah. Why not? Like, There's no rules. Like, yo mama's so dumb she got locked in a grocery store and starved to death. There you go. That's like, a good one. I always like that one. I know it's a classic. Maybe people haven't heard that one. Mm. Now, if you haven't, now you did. Yeah. Got two more from Dr. Ninja Monkey. Okay. Um, challenge time in the style of Taken, which is... Oh, a, no. A movie? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> hold, you don't know what Taken is with Liam Neeson? Oh, yeah. Everybody's seen that. Uh, intimidate your co-host into giving you his beer. Most intimidating wins. Yeah, everyone's seen Taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then go ahead, Tom. Um, <laughs> I will find you, <laughs> and I will kill you. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a deep voice like him, so I'm not gonna pretend to <clears throat> do his voice. I know the I I think shut up. I know the <laughs> quote. It, it, that's that quotes from that movie, right? Yes. <laughs> I, okay. Oh my god! I cannot believe this is happening. <laughs> Okay, I have not seen Taken Ugh. one to forty-five. I don't like Liam Neeson. I don't. I don't like him. You don't like Liam Neeson? No, it's the same fucking character every movie. I'm it, not disagreeing. It's like Adam Sandler. It's just that's a really that's a really famous uh, nah speech that he gives. Yeah, no, <clears throat> and I know the speech. See, I did part of it. Mm, kind of. Okay. Now, normally the speech starts out with "I don't know who you are." Or, I don't know who you are, but I do know who you are, so I can't say I don't know who you are. Okay, so change <laughs> so, it to fit so, so, yes. So I know who you are, and I don't have to worry about finding you because I know where you live. <laughs> and I have a particular set of skills that will give me that beer. And one of those skills is that I'm a lot bigger than you, <laughs> and I can <laughs> pin you to the ground and take it. <laughs> so why don't you just give it to me? That was good. Actually, I already have your beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Next. I, don't, I don't need a menacing Liam Neeson. I just need to text Tom and tell him to bring me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, this one I volunteered. Um, how many golf trophies Okay, does it take to repair an island in the big ocean? Well, oh. evidently, oh, golf? Apparently more than Trump has because <laughs> he hasn't fixed it yet. Oh, I guarantee you he has no golf yeah. trophies unless he just <laughs> made them. Uh, and now we have one more from Ad Dr. Ninja Monkey. Of course we do. <laughs> um, when will we be visiting London? Uh, he says we can stay at Spikes. Oh, we can stay at Spikes. At huh? Spikes. Yeah, he oh, volunteered then, Spike for that one. Then immediately. <laughs> yeah, we should Amen. just go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I'm not lying. I want to go now, but I have. I seriously thought about going. It would have been last week without me. Well, it was a long time ago. I thought about <laughs> getting the well, tickets. That's fucked up, but okay. Um, Why, you wouldn't want to go. No, that's my problem. I want to go to Europe, but mm. I don't know how to get there. 
I'm not taking a boat. That's fucking. It's no on a plane. I know, but I can't do that. Yes, you can. No, I can't. It's not that hard. It's hard. No, it's not. It's long. It's a long trip. Seven hours. It's not that bad. Like seven hours. <laughs> it's not that bad. I, a forty-five minute plane trip from Philadelphia to Boston. I was so tense the entire time that know, my these, neck locked up. But these planes are bigger and more comfortable. Yeah, and that means they go down faster. No, that's not what that means. Bigger means heavier. Means gravity, you know, Newton shit. It's going down. <laughs> gravity Newton shit. <laughs> My new cover band. <laughs> gravity Newton shit. <laughs> I didn't know I could stay at Spike's house, though. Right. Yeah. Well, then that wasn't an option. No. Yeah. That's good to know. And see, that's what happens when you have the life of yeah. famous people. <laughs> Oh damn! Maybe sooner rather than later. I don't know. I would like to. Seriously, uh, yeah. I am thinking about going. Soon. Yeah, me too. I would maybe love in to. the summer, and then we could visit. Yeah, make it one happy family. Do a live, do a podcast. And he, the same. If he visits here, he has to let us know. Yeah, both of you guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, next question. Okay, from <laughs> War Trout Gaming. Well, that's the new thing. Yeah, right? yeah. that's his new one. Um, so uh, just as a heads up, because I'm once in a while will be participating in his gaming um, uh, nights. I don't know exactly what to call them because I'm stupid. <laughs> but nights. definitely check out at uh, at War Trout Gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, check out his Twitch site and all that good stuff. Uh, I'll be partaking in some eventually when I have time. Work. Um, who is your favorite author? Uh, fiction or non-fiction? Hmm. How about we change up a little bit? We can do... <clears throat> well, I don't know many non-fiction authors now that I think uh, about you, you were going to do one of each, right? I was, but I'm not sure <clears throat> if I... you don't know any non-fiction authors? I know, I know some, but like doctors that people are not going to talk about. Non-fiction. No, just... Uh, yeah. Well, I can do one of each, so I will. Wow, um, Mr. Yeah. Spidey <laughs> Look at me, I must say, I read. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does make me smarter than the president. Um, that doesn't take much, but yes. Yeah. God. I'll start a nonfiction. I'd probably say. Uh... Oh, I got one for nonfiction. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Noam Chomsky. Okay. Yeah, my favorite nonfiction author. Any specific book? Just uh, It's not part of the question, just curious. Probably Manufacturing Consent. That's okay. a good one. Um, fiction. Maybe Thomas Pinchon. I like his stuff. I've heard the name. Gravity's Rainbow. Ah, okay. You've been into him recently a lot, too, right? Yeah, Thomas Pinchon and um, David Foster Wallace. from uh, Foster Wallace? Yeah. Never heard that one before. Infinite Jest. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's a giant book. (laughs) Um, For me, nonfiction-wise, probably Howard Zinn. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I hate to say obviously, I have actually read multiple books from Howard Zinn, but the one that people talk about the most, People's History of the United States of America. And as far as fiction goes, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard because like, it depends. Um, very hard. Um, it kind of depends on the mood I'm in at the time. Mm-hmm. So I went through a long phase where I was a Michael Crichton like diehard. No. I can now read his books, but I wouldn't call him my favorite <laughs> author. No. Um with it coming back out, I started reading Stephen King a lot more. Okay. Realizing how much I love Stephen King again. Okay. Uh but I think honestly my favorite author of all time is Raymond Curry. Okay. Uh have you heard of Raymond Curry? No. He has a book, his most famous book is The Last <laughs> Templar. 
Um, oh yeah, it's I know it's it's, it's a cool. Yeah. It, the reason why I like that book, just to quickly cut this out if you want, um, <laughs> it's because it goes from the past to the present. So one chapter is past, one uh-huh. chapter is present. Gotcha. But the stories find a way to intertwine. Nice, and it's a really cool story. It's a good book if you haven't read it. Okay. Uh, and now we have one more question mm-hmm. in this very long Twitter time. Um, this <laughs> is some from, of this is going to be cut out. <laughs> this is from at Propaganda Four. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, we haven't spoken to in so long, and <laughs> man, I, we really need to catch up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the question is: the first of October marked the 60th anniversary of the "In God We Trust" appearing on U.S. banknotes. I'm so happy ah, he knows more. I was more. just talking about this the other day. Oh, okay. You both know more about U.S. history than I do. What would you prefer the motto to be, and what do you think it should be to reflect the current state of the nation under Trump? Um. <laughs> just in all caps huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then they good. should change the uh, the portion of the presidents to all look very worried <laughs> <laughs> um I will say the motto should be in twitter we trust mm. that's a current thing <laughs> yeah but I wouldn't trust twitter Mm, I know, but yeah. I wouldn't trust God either. No, so I know. That's we're, current... supposed to, we're supposed to improve upon it, Tom, not make it the that's same. That's not what it says. Well, no, fuck yeah, you. That's, that's not what it says. What it says yeah. I say okay, in, tw- in Twitter we trust. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be fucking hilarious, though, if we got to change it yeah. just off of Trump. The the creativity that people could come up with for that. <laughs> fucking hilarious. All right. Uh, we got to cut this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this has gone on way too long. Yes. <laughs> that's what happens. I know. Uh, future Austin. No, I know. Um, but when we come back, we will speak to somebody who, you know, uh, we haven't spoken to in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Every time I see you, I feel the same. I feel insane The same way Lying down together I see you then The time will bend The pain will end And the fool all right, so I had mentioned in the previous segment that um, we haven't talked to uh, Propaganda 4 in a, in a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Stephen, how are you? <laughs> I'm fabulous. How are you two chaps? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, oh, good. We, we, we uh, yeah, you're, you're a guest on our show. <laughs> wow. I am, again. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's, that's very analytical of you. Yes. Well, um, thank you. Uh, you well done. You may know him as at Propaganda 4, who asks us a question every single week for our Twitter time, uh, or you may also know him as our UK correspondent. Yeah. So uh, thank you for coming back on the show. I'm looking forward to finding out what has been going on in Not America. And we are going to introduce a brand new topic called, What's Up, Not America? <laughs> I'm a country that begins with you. Uh, utopia. Utopia. <laughs> 
What's the religion of Israel? Catholic, probably. What religion are Buddhist monks? Buddhist monk, Islam, I don't know. What is the currency used in the United Kingdom? Uh, Queen Elizabeth's money. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> With Stephen. <laughs> With me. Yeah. yeah. So our, our, our goal is to have you come on at least once a month to um, yeah. give us an update on not America, uh, specifically <laughs> the UK, which is the country that you live in, uh, but you know more about the European, maybe global politics, probably more than we do because it's America and we only focus on like fucking three things and none of them are European, that's for sure. So What are that, those three things? Just out of curiosity. Guns. Okay. Uh, murder. And, and murder guns <laughs> and Trump. <laughs> okay, that's about it. All right. And Trump is not a uh, Trump is America. Mm. That's that's America right there. I don't ever remember America being so orange. Yeah, mm. me neither. So uh, with that, um, let's begin. All right. Do you uh, have any? I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> so that so that's being cut out, <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Oh, it is. Who knows? <laughs> no, it better be. Um, <laughs> I see. I know this from when my podcast I used to do with my co-host, who knew nothing at all about editing or anything, and he'd say, "Oh, that's not staying." And I think that's not your choice. I, you know, I earlier on in the show, I used to care. Like I was like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't put that in." Now I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like all the shit that he named an episode off of a fuck up that I had because I was a little overly drunk. It was uh, a good name. Yeah, impl- what was it? Implementations. Implementations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that came from. Oh yeah, one of your famous word inventions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I still haven't invented as many as Trump though, so I'm okay. Oh no, that's pretty close. <laughs> oh, up. All right. So, um, what is the first order of business that you would like to present to us as our UK correspondent? Well, um, I thought I'd mention um, about the recent terrorist attacks that we've been experiencing um, since the last time I actually spoke to you guys. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, you've got a terror attack that's um, happened yourself within the last few days, but um, we have them... A little bit more frequently, I suppose, but on smaller scale. Um, so I, f- I thought I'd mention that because there's been a few happened since last time I spoke to you. That is right. Um, and yeah. then we'd get into the the background behind what's happening and and really um, what the government is doing or not doing about it. Okay. So um, yeah, I mean, the, during our election that we had earlier on in the year, uh, Theresa May, who's the Conservative Party, which we having government unfortunately here um she um on the hustings she um promised to have zero tolerance towards tourism now Hmm. it it did actually transpire that she actually meant terrorism um, (laughs) and not not a war against visitors who wish to come and experience (laughs) no that's uh, trump's lovely country well this is it yeah he's he wants to just drive any visitors away um and he's doing a good job too (laughs) He is. I mean, you know, and uh, if, if only you could get rid of more of them, particularly the um, the ones of the brown skin variety, he'd be completely happy, wouldn't he? Oh, he would oh, be yeah. ecstatic. Meanwhile, we're just so, trying to get rid of the Republicans. Yeah. Like, go on <laughs> vacation, then enact the travel ban. The problem is they just never leave. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Go on. Well, yeah, but you've got the same problem over there that they're just getting older and older, but don't seem to be dying off as much as they should be. Um, yeah, I know. It's probably because they've got the health care that everybody else wishes they had. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've been saying that for <laughs> months now. In, in yeah. fact, the health care the they're denying other people, which is... is um, yeah. Well, they don't care. Ironic or evil, depending on how you look at it. No, it's evil. Um, it's ironically yeah. evil. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my new cover band. Oh, <laughs> fucking third one in the last five minutes. <laughs> what? This is good phrases today. Okay. You never have enough, can you? Mm-mm. No. So, uh, so yeah, she didn't want to ban people from coming to this country to look at our scenery and our culture and our history. Because, um, you know, culture and history are things that we have over here. Um, you might not be. That seems, he threw some shade at us, didn't he? <laughs> it's like, well, we have we have this thing called history, you know, more than <laughs> more than two hundred years. Whatever, <laughs> we deep fry Snickers. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do, and Oreos. Mm. Oh, I forgot about yeah. those. Oh, God, that's disgusting. And Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to Glasgow in Scotland, they'll deep fry anything. And it's, oh, it's... fuckers! <laughs> that was it, our they, thing. They, they had. They are the big deep fryers that will put anything in the deep fryer. Oh. It's, um, yeah, well, you know, it's no wonder that most of them die before retirement age. Um, fuck Scotland. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, I I wouldn't be keen to say fuck Scotland, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I live closer to them for a start off, so yeah. um, there's more risk to me. Yeah. Um, but mind you, our country uh, just conversations had previously about uh, national anthems um you were saying about um some of the lyrics within your national anthem um the second verse of our national anthem actually talks about smiting the scots and they expect the scots to actually sing this song um, <laughs> wow so you can understand the resentment that there is there really when uh, when that's the way they're being treated and yeah and- so much resentment that when they had the choice they went back to the uk well <laughs> I think that was more because they knew that the way they would be treated as a separate entity wasn't going to be um, quite as good within the rest of Europe. But I think the you know after Brexit, I think the uh, there was a lot of people regretting uh, deciding to stay part of the UK because they could have maintained a better standard of living by uh, continuing to be part of the EU. But um, as I've always said about independence for Scotland, um, I'm quite happy for them to uh, leave the UK as long as they take the rest of us with them. So. <laughs> yeah, so. I just I I, I want to like think back to like William Wallace's days. That's one movie I have seen, you know, Braveheart. We know. Yeah, yeah. And, we're back to t- and we're back to talking about history not being portrayed accurately, aren't we? Um, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. Although one of the few bits in that that is historically accurate is that they, um, when they invade down into England, um, and you see them outside one of the um, the towns in England, and they're outside the city walls um, attacking and burning it down. That's actually my hometown, my my city of York. Oh really? So hmm. Oh, that's one wild. of the few bits that's actually accurate. The rest of it is well, the part where they cut his uh, limbs off and send them to the four corners of England. Isn't that true too? I always thought that was true. That bit is true. Oh, okay. So you, you've got maybe three bits of it that are actually... Okay. Um, the rest of it um, is pretty much um, just Mel Gibson's usual anti-English wank fantasy. <laughs> so, um, 
But yeah. if you enjoy it, Tom, it's absolutely fine. It still means well, it's a movie on your list well, that you've you. watched. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, uh, I, I appreciate it. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the idea that that movie gives off that Mel Gibson was ever a good actor. I mean, it's. Yeah, I don't really watch. It, I don't know. I don't think that makes him like seem like a good actor. I don't know. It's the movie that people remember him in. Really? Yeah. Mad, and I wish Mad we could Max? just forget him. I feel like people remember him for Mad Max more. I don't know why. Well, and then the other two would say Lethal Weapon, but. Oh yeah, I yeah. he was in. Le- okay. Anyway, go ahead. We're, <laughs> we're sidetracking already. This fucking disaster. Yeah. <laughs> we can get on to movie talk as much as you like, but uh, I think unfortunately uh, it'd be me and Austin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I know. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, where the fuck were we? Terrorists? <laughs> we were talking about terrorism, yeah. People who were, who were going around deliberately upsetting other people. Um, I, I think I think not seeing all those movies is intellectual terrorism. Oh, my God. Austin, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Steven, we're, let's go back to topic. <laughs> right. Well, can turn this okay, on. yeah, so where was it? Oh, yes. Um, Theresa May and her intolerance to um, terrorism, not terrorism. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't actually apply to her. Her intolerance doesn't actually apply to people who are actually um, funding and arming the terrorists. In fact, she decides it's a good idea to go and sell weapons to those people who are arming the terrorists, who will then go and blow up countries and kill people, and then those refugees will need somewhere to go, and they'll come over here and join the dots and suddenly be upset with this country. Um, she doesn't see that circle, unfortunately. Um, well, I don't no, know how you can't. How, how can well, you not? The thing is, she either doesn't see it or she does see it. And the fact that her husband and some of the major donors to the Conservative Party are linked to like from the big security agencies and weapons manufacturers. Uh, okay. Okay. So, would it be too much to actually put a link there between the two and thinking some kind of? uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence. (laughs) It could could be just a coincidence. I mean, you know, politicians are usually more honest than that, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very much so. We have the best honesty. (laughs) Yes, yeah, the best. So, um, So, yes, unfortunately, that means that Conservative Party, despite causing a lot of these refugees and causing an economic state where you need to have immigrants coming in and, and doing jobs, um, they've had a tradition for decades of actually being um, quite aggressively negative and scapegoating um, Johnny Foreigner, as, um, as they're kind of known, um, as anybody who's not from this country. And... Um, that resulted in in the Brexit vote, of course, which we discussed before, um, and mm. that's been a rise in xenophobia, and it's emboldened the ultra right and created a more hostile environment for anybody who doesn't look British, whatever that means. Um, many of the things that obviously are happening under Trump in your country as well, it's exactly the same emboldening of the right and and such. Um, the, the sad thing is over here, which you kind of got over there in, in parallel, that. Um, these foreigners that are coming in are often um, coming in to do the job that the native people won't do. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in and, and working in the care homes, wiping old people's asses. Or they're, um, they're in the fields doing backbreaking work, picking right. the crops. Um, or the, uh, on the other side of the equation, they're you know, in the hospitals, 
um, filling the jobs as nurses and doctors um, because government cuts that we've had over here um, has left us without enough personnel to actually man the National Health Service. Um, the National Health Service has been a, a free at the point of use health service for the entire country, no matter what your status is, you can just walk in there and get free health care. Wow, that's, that seems like uh, such a it, radical idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd actually explain that one because it doesn't seem to be getting down. The um, message doesn't seem to get over to a, a lot of the people in your country. That's something we're, that could happen. We're trying. <laughs> we're, I know, I know. Trying. Bernie, is, Bernie is trying to put it through and he's got um, it's a couple of dozen people actually backing him for a- it. But, um 18? Yeah, 18. Is it 18? Yeah. 18, which is not nearly enough to get it done, but it's, it's more better than the zero that it was the last four times he brought it yeah. up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's it's now on the agenda, and there are people who are willing to stand up, and hopefully with your midterms next year, and there'll be more people there who are from the um, progressive side of the Democratic Party in order to actually push this. And those yeah. that are still, those that are incumbent Democrats might actually think that it's a good idea to back that as well, if that's the way the party and the, the tide is going. But we'll, we'll see. That, you know, we'll see on, until how- until the insurance company pays them off. Then all well, of a sudden they're back yeah. to normal. Yeah, <clears throat> I know that's always yeah. me too. Yeah, it's it, it's it's the problem is we don't have to such a grand degree over here because obviously the private healthcare is a different situation anyway. But um, as far as politicians being so well bought. Um, on the um, left side of, of centre, um, with the Labour Party particularly, um, financing of that doesn't come from companies at all. It comes from either ordinary members um, or it comes from trade unions, the, the Labour unions, which um, you don't have to such a, a, a large degree over there mm-hmm. um, with the Democrats. They still have to have corporate sponsors, don't they? To exactly. Able to- yeah. So... You've kind of got, you know, and I've, I've read the history of the, you know, United States Labour Party and all these kind of things and why it didn't work and et cetera. But um, still, the Labour unions having more influence, I think, couldn't be a bad thing. But obviously, I'm a trade unionist in a way, so I'm biased. Um, <laughs> As you should be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we, unfortunately, we've got less nurses than we need over here, but we've we've also got less police as well. Um, mm. Now we're down. The police numbers are down to the levels of 1986, wow. um, which isn't isn't good for security of the country. And when we we're facing increased terrorist attacks, um, you know, it's it's a 12 percent cut under under the Conservative government. This one and the previous one, um, which you know, and additionally to that, there's a 20 percent cut in funding. Which you know, it's it's a bit of a crisis really in policing. Um, now, Theresa May, as the as the Prime Minister, as when addressing this issue, she decided to blame the previous government, um, which was a bit odd because that was the party that she's in was actually in government, and yeah. um, not only that, but she was actually the Home Secretary, um, which is the the head minister in charge of. Um, Policing and domestic security. Ooh. So um, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So she, she's yeah, she's picking up certain um, certain ways off her friend Donald Trump as far as actually repainting truth um, 
into a completely different picture that doesn't resemble anything like it ever should do. Um, <laughs> or or she has to live in now. Yeah, or or she has Alzheimer's, but it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are some theories out there about Donald Trump, isn't there? That a lot of the characteristics he's displaying actually are those of somebody with a mental illness. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. People have been saying this since the campaign. Of last yeah. year, yeah. there have been psychologists and psychiatrists looking at him and looking at his speeches and his press conferences and saying that is not a person who's totally there. Yeah, that's a person who can't control himself. I don't know. I yeah, still. But Tom, his doctor, said that he was yeah, his the, doctor. Yeah, the, the most, healthiest person in the, the world. The most healthiest person Woo. you've ever seen. Because <laughs> Obama was a fatty. Um, yeah, and you look at that doctor; he looks like he's completely credible. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, hey, yeah. he's the one Doesn't I go to like for my mad- weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looks like a mad scientist on film. He does. Um, you no, know, it's just And uh, Trump is then- Trump is the experiment gone wrong. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's the monster and that must be uh Frankenstein, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's so, definitely the monster. Yeah. He is definitely a monster, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> who's encouraging other monsters to show themselves unfortunately and and think it's acceptable to be Absolute cunts. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a problem. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've got the situation over here. It's, it's still not, it's got the same overtones as what you've got over there, where mm-hmm. the the immigrant communities are being um, vilified for being ethnic minorities or a religious minority. Um, you know, and there's been stoked up um, by that um, discrimination. Um, into a few, well, a few individuals into doing terrorist attacks in London and Manchester, and then there are some individuals from the other side, from the ultra right wing, who have been stoked up into committing terrorist attacks themselves against the ethnic minorities and religious minorities, and it feeds one into the other. And um, it, you know, the those on the ultra right are starting to use more of the Christian symbol symbols to actually sort of portray themselves as being. British, even though the fact that, you know, St. George's Cross and Jesus and all of these things are from a foreign country. So, so wait a second. Wait a second. So the right, the right is using religious aspects in their politics? Stop yeah, it. Yeah. That's unheard no, no. of. Actually, well, I bet in the UK actually, it's a little more unheard yeah. of. Yeah. You're right. Over here, it is, it is actually incredibly rare. Not for us. Holy then, shit. Over that's, there. <laughs> you guys over are there, stealing from been, us now. Yeah. Well, the only place it actually happened over here was in Northern Ireland. Oh, uh, yeah. Where they've got a lot of um, violence over there based upon religion and have had for, for right. well, 100 years. Uh, in the mainland, where I am, it was very much, uh, uh, you know, people expressing religious um, views and actually linking themselves to religion. It was always um, a vote loser, really. You didn't do that kind of thing. Um, it, whereas over there, obviously, you've got people who, if they are atheist, it's it's held against them. Over here, if you start talking about religion, it's it goes against you traditionally. Oh wow! Um, now okay. the ultra right wing haven't got any any politicians or anything like this. They are very much fringe um, who are stoking people up into committing these acts and then um trying to try to speak well of them but without actually admitting that they're anything to do with them which is a bit of a, a weird situation mm-hmm. um but yes so you've got the one religious minority on the the 
the, the sort of Muslims and, and the such sort of committing some terrorist acts of a few individuals. You've got the ultra-right who are essentially the Christians uh, committing some acts. And a recent report has come out over here to show that the majority of people in this country are not religious at all. Hmm. Lucky you. So, exactly. <laughs> so, so you've essentially got two minorities arguing and, and blowing people up based upon who's got the best imaginary friend. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they were just doing it to each other, mm-hmm. it might not be um, as difficult to handle, but because it, lots of innocent people, and particularly children and, and such, right. are getting caught up, it's not something that sits comfortably with the rest of them. We just, you know, so at least we don't have so many guns over here. So that actually takes that on the occasion. So. I got one more question. Um, last time we spoke, the Labour Party had a huge win, even though they technically lost. They had a huge win in the UK political realm. Um, if there was a special election held today, who would win? Who would be the uh, winner of the election? Not in just like the majority, but who would at least like have a, uh, what's it, what was it called when you don't have a, a, an actual majority? There was a word for it. You you have a, a working majority, or you can have a hung parliament. Or, um, hung, hung parliament, parliament means, yeah, that's what it was um, called. Yeah. Well, the, the the current state of the actual polls show that the Labour Party is somewhere along the lines of three or four percent um, above. The Conservatives. Now, last time, the way the votes transferred into actual seats meant the Conservative Party got more seats per vote share than the the Labour Party did by a, by a certain amount. But um, the the difference is an, at the stage now where the Labour Party, if there was if seats were allocated now based upon the votes. It would be the Labour Party in government. They'd be a minority government, right? Um, mm. They'd be, but they'd be in 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 charge, and they'd be able to command better support from the other parties for policies because they're people who are used to negotiating and working with other people rather than just what they say goes, which is what what the uh, current government's trying to do with the European negotiators. But um, they're not interested. They they know that it's not going well in the negotiations, despite what the Conservatives are saying, and uh, it's going to go downhill. It's not going to work out if they keep just saying that they're going to demand these things. So, yeah, so it would be the Labour Party that will be in government, thankfully. They're, they're riding higher in the polls, and it's consistent. Jeremy Corbyn's personal um, approval rating is high. Um, the general opinion of the Conservative government is continues to lower and lower and lower. They've got their party conference at the moment. Um, and it's just widespread views of it being empty seats because it's either so toxic to be seen as a conservative well, or it's just the fact that they are just a party of business rather than a, a party of people. You see, that's that's reassuring at yeah. the least. Yeah. Um, when is the next election for uh, yeah. Parliament? Uh, well, it, it, they have five years to if they want to take up to five years. Oh, jeez. Um, so there's various people who are commentators from the left side who are talking about um, pushing it into a situation where there will be a relation. Uh, but I'm not sure 
how exactly they're thinking of that coming about. It could be the fall of Theresa May as the leader and therefore the Conservatives have to elect a new leader within their party who would automatically become the Prime Minister. They get a bump in the polls and they may think we're not getting anything done in Parliament because we've got such a slim majority. Let's try it and see whether we can get some more votes based upon this bump. But when it actually comes down to it, they then lose. So that might be the way around it. But otherwise, I'm not sure what's going to force them into hmm. it. Okay. But, um, but they are, they, you know, it's it's galvanising the country. More and more people are coming over to the to the, the side of, of socialism. We can say we're socialists now without it being um, a stigma. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and it seems to be that it's inspiring people in other countries as well. I mean, the, the Labour Party conference last week, um, Naomi Klein um, spoke... Um, and a very good speech that she gave. I'd recommend people look it up. Yeah, I saw um, that. It was really uh, good. Yeah. yeah, and it did speak about um, how it shown people in other countries how they could attack and win against the neoliberal um, status quo. So hopefully that might transfer over to some sections of the Democratic Party in your country that they realise that there is a different way. Hopefully. Hopefully, for everybody's sake, (laughs) we need that. Um, Thank you so much for giving us an update. Um, Why don't you, because you have a podcast you mentioned before, right? I do. It's it's very... um it's very rare actually uh, get episodes out, although I'm recording one next week. I, I tend to just do a handful a year because I've been busy with, with things. That's understandable. Um, but we'll go ahead and uh, plug it. Well, it, it, it goes under the um, the name of Cinematic Sevens. Um, the actual podcast um, title, which was the parent uh, podcast, was HOM Podcast, which it's um, on Twitter under at HOM Podcast. Um and as I say, it's uh, currently a list of seven films on a simple theme. So the next one we're doing is about um, print reporters um, portrayed in films. So it's films that have a print reporter as one of the main characters or the actual um, plot line. So, oh, nice. Um, I mean, previously we've done ones that are just based upon having a col- name of a colour in the title. So, you know, it can okay. be quite simple sometimes. But um, sometimes there's somebody on who has a, a bit deeper knowledge of films and wants a bit more of a challenge so that's what i, I so give you them. want me on the show immediately is what i'm guessing <laughs> um well we'll uh, we'll pencil in a date for that at some okay point, um, i'm looking we? forward yeah. to it um yeah after the election um maybe. <laughs> which um, which election <laughs> the election in this country um <laughs> so, okay maybe by then tom will have seen a couple movies well if you know, that's about all the time we have. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might have seen this far in his life. You know, he might add another one per year, I suppose. Um, I gave him a couple the other day. I don't know if you've watched them yet. The other day, you mean three weeks ago? Whatever, yeah. Yeah, I watched Amadeus. <laughs> the one you already saw. Amadeus is great. Yeah, yeah it is. It's but also it's, historically inaccurate, but it's okay. But it's also the one you already saw. <laughs> Several times. Yes. yes. Okay, well done. V for Vendetta is next. Beef of Vendetta, yeah. which, again, isn't accurate to the comic book, but still, it's a good film. Yeah. I do enjoy it. Nah, I can't watch it. Oh, well. <laughs> Darn it. What was the other one? Uh, Zodiac. Oh, okay. David Fincher. Yeah, you need to see a David Fincher film. Well, Zodiac seen, is on the list. I've seen uh, potential one for the Zodiac is a potential one on the list for um, the podcast that I'm about to record next Ooh. week. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good Ooh, one. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, uh, um, reporter. Uh, well... Like I said, thank you so much for coming on. 
Um, My pleasure. We're definitely going to make this a monthly thing, so get used to hearing our voices, and uh, you know, keep us updated. Get a little log or something. Write down all the yeah. things that happen in the better country. All the things I'm, that happen in not America. Yeah, yeah. in not America. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Well, actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out what Austin's jingle is he does for it. So, Ooh, um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been enjoying the, um, the, sni- the uh, snippets of um, his music that we're getting from um, his album and stuff. So It would be nice <laughs> if he would release the fucking thing. <laughs> it's almost done. It's almost done. I've yeah. been hearing this since fucking January. Look, it, it's just me. Is, Tom. Tom, Tom, genius takes time. I understand. I understand. But it took Freddie Mercury only four months to do Bohemian Rhapsody. It's taken Austin so far. Fucking what month are we in? Ten months. More than that. Yeah, but I'm recording more than just the intro of one song. Stop it. (laughs) He'll get to it. If if you add up the amount of time he spent on it and the amount of time Freddie Mercury was working on it full time, day in, day out. We don't know for, for that one song. Maybe, you know, maybe Freddie had a side got other job. to do, hasn't he? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, Freddie. Yeah, what, what was his side job? Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> don't pick on Freddie. <laughs> I wouldn't pick on Freddie at all. He was. We're very proud of him in this country. You should be. He's the greatest singer of all time. All yeah. right. Um, that's not a statement you can even argue with. I wasn't going. I know to. you. Were, uh, all yes. right. Like I said, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we will. We will definitely be in touch very soon. Uh, thank but, you for all your questions you ask us too. We never really mentioned that. Oh yeah, like, those well, questions are awesome. Thank you for giving me the honor of being um, the last question each time round. The the sort of the um, the way that's become a tradition. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I feel um, quite touched by that. To be honest, oh, abso- um, it's absolutely our pleasure. Believe us, it's usually just because the one we need to think about the most. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely that's part of it. That's yeah. definitely part of it. Or the one that Tom has to think about how to actually. Pronounce some of the words. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I, I some when they're really tough, I gotta look them up beforehand. <laughs> I'm telling well, you, Tom, I'm... just read a book. Just a book. Just one book. <sighs> the funny thing is, I do read. Oh yeah, quite often. Okay, I love reading. <laughs> I really do. I'm just a bad public speaker. I can't right. speak. Fair if this enough. was in front of a crowd, I would not be able to say a damn thing. No, 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 mm. no. But anyway. That's just my personal life. No one fucking cares. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, um, we will have. I'm gonna. I think we're just gonna have our closing thoughts. Okay. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Because yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna yeah. have our closing thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a bit. All right, Austin. What? That just about concludes our big dumb show. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, what are your closing thoughts? Well, I thought we had a really good conversation with Stephen. As always. And I'm glad that we're going to have a monthly yeah. you know, update on Not America. On Not America. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, as we were talking about off the air, no. hopefully now that we, we're going to talk at least once a month, the amount of news that we have to talk about won't be as much, so yeah. we can cover more things, which yeah. would be cool. Um, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to take, I don't know, it's going to take a lot of time to process what happened in Las Vegas. Yep. It's been difficult, and I know, I mean, yesterday I felt like I had to stay away from social media for a while. 
<clears throat> but hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully things get better, but it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. It never does. Yeah. It just never fucking does. That's why I have to say, like, I'm a little jealous, well, more than a little jealous of the UK, because at least their opposition party right. is a real opposition party. And at least, in, at least they're progressing the correct way. <clears throat> to be honest. Kind it, of. I mean, it depends. Well, I mean, yeah. politically speaking, I should yeah. say, they're, they seem to be progressing. Stephen was just telling us that they're, like, a few points above the conservative party. I know, but like he also said, there's not an election for another five years. Five years. Yeah. So a lot will yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, not, not can. A lot will happen yep. in five years. For my thoughts, uh, definitely the first thoughts that I have is for anybody who was involved uh, a victim of knows someone who was a victim of this uh, Las Vegas yeah. massacre. Yep. It's a it's one of the saddest stories that I've had to talk about ever on this show. No, a short time and, doing this. And yeah. we have and we've had the sad some, thing is we've had a couple a lot of we've bad had to stories. Talk about, yeah. This one just I don't know why. I've never been to Vegas. But no. it's it's the amount of people, it's the way it happened, it's the the unknown motive. For all we know, and it's it was just, just a thing a, that it's such a place of universally. Yeah, you think of it as a happy place. You do not anymore, or a place where you can, you know, let down your guard. And now, unfortunately, you'll never be able to. It's going to be yeah. a very different place there. I feel. Yep, it will. It definitely will. Um, just like New York is a different place now. Also, you know, rest in peace, Tom Petty. Yeah, I. It seems like a story. It's weird too. Like I told <laughs> you, it seems like a story that's going to be forgotten. Yeah, but Tom Petty's dead. Yeah, and that's something. That I think. I think because about. it's him, it won't be forgotten as much if it was somebody know. even yeah. you know slightly less stature. Exactly. Uh, other than that, thank you, Stephen, for coming on. We mm-hmm. love having you on. Yeah, uh, we definitely look forward to the monthly uh, discussions that we're going to yeah. have. That's going to be fun. Uh, I think that's about it. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as always, you can find us on. Uh, well, we'll start with Facebook at Dumble Over Pod because I'm starting to get. I'm not posting directly into Facebook. <laughs> You're getting but, there. Yeah, working yeah. on it. Um, gaining my trust back for Facebook a little bit. <laughs> Twitter at Dumble Over Pod. Uh, Instagram, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> they're my new whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Instagram's a new one. You can download <clears throat> our podcast for free. Uh, or just listen to it on blogtalkradio.com. Just search for Dumble Over. Yeah. You can also download our podcast for free on iTunes, and please leave a comment if you enjoyed the show. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, yeah, the other one is uh, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to www.patreon.com. Check out all of our rewards, all of our uh you know, ideas that we have to give back to you guys yep. uh, for your support for the show. Um, the side shows that Austin and I do are being edited. Yeah. Austin is working on something new. Yep. It'll be a little bit different. I'm just lazy. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm no. just fucking lazy. Uh, affirmative assessment will come back. Yeah. I just don't know when. Yeah. <laughs> like eventually. Yeah. You know? Oh, I forgot. almost forgot. Or, um, the second episode of the new season of Pod and History X was released yesterday. That's right. Which was kind of lost in the whole <laughs> crazy news cycle. Yeah, kind of. But that's out. So if yeah. you want to uh, check it out, hear about John Mitten. <laughs> John Mitten, my <laughs> yeah. boy, yeah. my boy. And then, like Tom said, I'm working on a new podcast. Actually, that's going to be all about music and music criticism, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. a lot. I really yeah. because I always and, and you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. I've always gone to you. 
and asking you like give me somebody new somebody I haven't oh heard. yeah yeah so now <laughs> yes. i don't have to do that <laughs> no nope. i can just listen just to your listen, podcast yeah. and figure out for myself right. i i'm really looking forward to this i think it's gonna be a lot of and fun. the first one um i actually have it almost the the criticism itself is almost already done and I'm hoping I, I'd like to get the band's permission before I do them, even though legally I don't have to. Right. But I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. And the uh, the first one, I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, they went to high school with us, so we know them. All right, awesome. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, listen, yeah. um, I wish I had good, exciting news for affirmative assessment. I don't. <laughs> so yeah, so when that comes out, look for it. it's called uh, "Music Is the Prime Mover." Okay, that's the name. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah, and it's should, another little shot at religion. <laughs> yeah, should be fun. Yeah. Should be fun. Uh, so looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's it for me, Austin. Yeah, I think that's about it for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not as long as an episode as the other ones, thankfully. Yeah. We needed a little bit of a time. Pretty close, quick. though. <laughs> next week, no guests next week. So yep. it's just going to be Austin and myself. So that brings back Watch scary that download number go down. <laughs> It will. Yeah. Uh, scary religious nut jobs will return next week. I uh, would not forgot forget about it. It's just we- maybe we'll do an extra long one and forego some of the news because honestly, if I have to talk about Trump for one more week, I'm going to punch somebody in the face. Yeah, but preferably a Nazi. But <laughs> extra long, re- anything that is an extra long and religious sounds very bad. So I guess Especially we're going to be focused. Altar boy. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, show over. (laughs) See you next week. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. At the Bank of Antandek, mortgages are on the menu. I was in the chippy last night and it hit me. Go on. We should give all our new mortgage customers a thousand pounds of spuds. Potatoes. Yeah, jackets, roasties, dolphin was. I mean, what's not to love? Hey, yeah, we could call it Mashback. Genius. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're giving their customers a thousand pounds cashback on selected first time buyer mortgages. See what's possible at Santander. Lending subject to status and criteria. Cashback given on completion and repayable if mortgage closed within two years. Offer can be withdrawn. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.